Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show back at full strength. We killed the penalty. You gotta turn your mic on. Yeah. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all the places. Or just on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here back in the chair where I belong, sitting over there <laughs> back in the chair I sat in yesterday. She is the Duchess of the Dork. She's the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Sex Football. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, friends. I'm back. I heard it was a struggle. We had some technical issues. <laughs> we had some technical issues. This is what happens when you're down to your emergency quarterback. You have to shrink the playbook. <laughs> you gotta gotta be as, as simple as simple as possible. And sitting to my right, he's the recruiting Grab. analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He's our good friend, Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Hi, buddy. It's good. It's good to have you. Here. Fifteen days. Fifteen. Damn, dude. Days. Oh yeah, football. I had not thought of it in that. I I had been thinking for some reason. Again, we have weird time conversations. Uh huh. Two weeks from tomorrow feels longer than 15 days. And I'll tell you, God may be opening up some great windows of opportunity. 93 next Thursday, if we could only carry that along (gasps) into the start of the season. Uh, Where are you going to be next Thursday? Next Thursday, don't have a game picked out. Friday, Arlington Martin and Lake Travis. Next Thursday, you want to come with us? I I think I got the sign off. Where are we going? Uh, Beckville. Timpson and Beckville. You want to go see? uh, Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. You want to come? Swag wagon, yeah, or swag, swag truck wagon. I don't know. The, Do you know the, that at the the, at the uh, DCT F one fifty? Nice that one. No, um, that's down in Houston. We left uh, it there. We, we flew back. <laughs> um, yeah, I think morning. we're going to do Timpson and Beckville. Yeah, know. that'd be a fun game. The Timpson's got some players too. They do. I bet Hudson's going to be there. Uh, yeah, Hudson, our friend Hudson Standish. He, he is. He's yeah. big on. You know, Bussy. He, did you hear he ghosted us on Monday? No. He's supposed to come in with Roach, and he said it got a better offer. Yeah, I mean, what was that sleep? He was on Andy Staples' podcast and stuff. That's uh, not true. I made that up. Uh, sleep. I was going to think he was in bed. No, poor Hudson. Today, nice to Hudson. Today is Wednesday, August tenth, twenty twenty-two. It's a hundred and six days until Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, happy birthday to former Reds great Archie Bradley. Nice. Episode one thousand four hundred thirty-two. <laughs> on today's show, folks, we got this week in recruiting with great the power. Pride of Broken Arrow. Uh, that's right. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a Muskogee guy. Yeah, I, co uh, I covered Archie Bradley in high school. He was a great quarterback there. Wow. He was one of the top guys I covered probably great, in Oklahoma Great quarterback all the time. name, too. Yeah, awesome. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's episode 1,432. On today's show, folks, we've got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, next XL Athlete, the latest news and notes from around the state of Texas. We'll talk about that. And then back half of the program, Powers caught up with the recruiting coordinator for Klein Kane. They're known for having a player maker or two. That's Ryan Scott. Powers conversation with the Klein Kane recruiting coordinator, Ryan Scott, coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, Ashley, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron Arbuckle, Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, and Andrew Christensen. Welcome in, fellas. Also, the game's at 6.15 Central Time tomorrow. 6.15 tomorrow? Yeah, shout out, uh, Andrew. <clears throat> well, hold on. Is the game or is the pregame at 6.15? Probably pregame. Because I was going to say. No, because I'll probably start pregame on an hour. So six. I wonder if it's six fifteen first pitch, which Ooh, would be weird. That but would then be why weird. would they? But the, but then the whole game would be played in the daytime, basically. Yeah, I wouldn't think it would down. be more like a seven o'clock. Gotta start think it's you wanna, gotta TV. think it's six fifteen pregame and then like seven o'clock first pitch because they're gonna do the whole pomp and circumstance. They're gonna walk out through the corn and stuff like that. Anyway, all that's to say, I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is this week <laughs> in Cruton. It's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at GPower Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, just eat the gravy. But with, put serendipity. Put the chicken and rolls with it. Don't, don't just eat the gravy. I don't, you know what? You know I guess what? you could. You but. know what? I don't think. Give me a spoon. Yeah, with the salt in it. Give me a spoon. Yeah, the serendipity salt was a real mm -hmm. game changer that you that you turned me on to. Yeah. What day will you they be what day will you be back to a chicken express? It's gonna be like another few weeks. I'm, I'm on I'm on I'm on the hardcore diet train right now. But that should be your first that should be oh, your first it really might be. meal. It might be. It might That's be like a, post, like a Friday lunch. Yeah. Uh do big lunch. I won't post today's chicken eve picture in the editorial slide. Did you no, go to please do. Huh? Are you going to chicken eve after this? You know, I could. You should. It's always in. There's something about being sponsored by Chicken Express that inspires you to go there. It, it does. Inspires. It tastes better. Well, like, the other thing is that, like, art. Like, by the way, I should just tell you that you too can have this kind of love on the podcast if you want to sponsor uh, a segment here. Yeah. But I'll also say you have to that, be as like, good as Chicken Express. Like the contract <laughs> with Chicken Express, I'll just blow up our entire business model. Our contract with with Chicken Express does not require us to do this. All we have to do <laughs> is mention that it's presented by Chicken Express. If I say this week. Chicken Recruiting presented by Chicken Express. We have satisfied the contract. This is out of legit love for Chicken Express. Yeah, y'all's wives are probably like, I wish they talked about us like this. I know, you know? right? <laughs> it's funny that you say that. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because uh -oh. I think my family generally watches the show to see what my I'm powers. going to say about Chicken, Chicken Express. Express. Mrs. Powers is like... Man, I wish he talked about me like he does. Shout out, tenders. shout out, Mrs. Powers, and shout out, Chicken, Chicken Express, Express. Uh, in some sort of order. You put them in the order you want. What? It's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Lots to get to. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise, and I thought this was a really, really under the radar move, and that is that 2023 Corpus Christi Miller wide receiver Lonnie Atkinson has committed to Sam Houston picking the Bearcats over offers. A couple of FCS offers, like Texas Southern most notably. Dude, he had a P5 offer yeah. from Washington State, and Sam Houston's going to keep him home. This is a huge coup for Casey Keeler and the Bearcats. I think this is a, a really big pickup. Sam Houston is doing an amazing job on the recruiting recruiting trail this season. As a matter of fact, they we were kind of 
talk I was talking with Mike Craven before we came on the air just kind of recapping what the class is like uh, this year they have five commits in the class right now that we've rated FBS and higher mm-hmm. they have three commits um, Lonnie Atkism Zachary Session AJ Jro that we have a P5 great on they're killing the game right now and mm-hmm. I think this is the best of the bunch um, uh, a kid who I never really understood I, I felt like he was going under the radar a little bit and I cheated the system somewhat this week to make him a prospect on the rise he's risen he's already risen over 3,000 yards the last two season receiving yards he could flip over and play on the defensive side of the ball if you wanted him to as well um, but why Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you just like make the whole plane out of him? I mean, this guy has been, he has been a superstar receiver for the last two seasons. Uh, he's our, he's, he's the, uh, uh, he's a, a superstar receiver down there for Miller. He figures have another big year for them. Um, I, I love this kid. I think he's going to be a star and, and a, and, and, and at the next level. Uh, and I think that this is, this is for a program like Sam Houston, who is going to play their first FBS season next year. This is proof that they're not here to just play around. There's no happy to be here for Sam. They are serious business right now. We're working on a little bit of an article kind of talking about Sam and SFA's recruiting classes. I don't want to, like, give away anything, but I'm still in the middle of doing some research. I feel like Sam Houston's classes this year is getting them well prepared for that move up and – I think that they've had better – I mean, well, they've had better classes than North Texas, Rice, UTEP, mm-hmm. Texas State. This class is better than what I would probably say the last three or four classes for all those schools have been. Rice had a really good signing class two years ago, though, so I, I'd like to really dig in behind the numbers there to see if that – and it's going to be a hard to probably pick between the two, but Sam's right up there, and I think that is um, – you know, patting them on the back from what, and they deserve it for what they've done on the recruiting trail in the class of 2023 in state. They also picked up a commitment this week from six foot four, 300 pound offensive lineman Zachary Session, who's really good. good. Okay, that seems good too. Uh, do those things. <laughs> All good. Uh, so no notes. <laughs> good job, Casey Keeler and the Bearcats getting a commitment from Lonnie Akism, the wide receiver at Corpus Christi Miller. Let's continue on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we're going to Marlin, talk at 2A football, talk about their superstar. We have most of defensive end, linebacker, receiver, does a little bit of everything. It is uh, Darian Gallette. Darian Gallette is uh, now committed to the Texas Longhorns. He had offers from all over, most notably from A&M, Alabama, Florida, Miami, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. We have him raised as the number 19 prospect in the DCT of Hot 100. Uh, star, I mean, a star at the 2A level. He'd be a star at the 6A level. He is a freak show. Uh, now... Battling through injury right now, I believe, uh, and is likely to miss the 2022 season. But that does not change the prospect that the Texas Longhorns are getting. Also transferred to Teague. Teague. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Transferred, transferred to, Teague. to Teague. So if he does get back on the – I don't think he will. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it was a very late uh, injury for him coming off of like a, the rivals camp or something like that. He hurt his knee. Mm-hmm. Um some sort or seven on seven, yeah. something like that. Some sort of national. There's sometime in the, in early. It was summer, like yeah. right before the state seven on yes. seven that I think that that news broke. But this is a huge commitment for Texas. Um, another story I'm working on right now is to try to take a look at the players who are in the five star mix. Mm-hmm. Right, he's number 19 in the DCTF Hot 100. The top five players in state will all be five stars. We have three right now with DJ Hicks, Ruben Owens, and Anthony Hill. Number four on that list is John Tay Cook. Number five on that list is JV and Toviano from Arlington Martin right now. Those are the guys who are the you know the odds on favorites to pick up one of the last two five stars. But 
if he didn't have this ACL injury, I think that Goulet would have been like the dark horse, mm-hmm. right? Like a guy you're talking about outside of the top 10, uh, it, from 10 to 25 or 11 to 25, who could be a guy that would be in the mix for five-star status based on a huge season. This is the type of kid who could have been there because of his overall athleticism. You're talking about a guy who racked up, um, I think, over 1,400 receiving yards last year. He was an all-state punter. He's a freak defensive player, and he was the best or one of the best players on one of the best basketball teams in the state mm-hmm. um, with amazing dunking prowess you know like he plays above the rim um everything i mean this guy has a lot a little bit of everything and i think once he gets settled in at one position and and i think he's probably like a edge defender at the next level um outside linebacker hybrid type Mm -hmm. uh probably get after the passer a little bit and uh chase plays out to the flats uh really high upside there with his overall athleticism huge pickup for Texas, who continues to do a really good job on the recruiting trail in the class of 2023, one of the best classes in the country, and Goulet is just another key member of it. It's it's important to get there for uh, for uh, them. The I'll always refer to him as a Marlin player because I don't think he's going to play for Tig. Yeah, I know like, it's, it's tough. Gonna be like you know, it's going to yeah, it's it's going to be weird. But like, I guess I do have to refer to him as uh, Tig defensive end. You have to say it, but I mean, Derek to me, he's Marlin in my yeah, mind too. Mm-hmm. He's still got his Marlin jersey on and his profile pick. I don't know if we'll get yeah. one for his new school or yeah. not. I don't it's, know. it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Let's move on to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, let's bounce up to the DFW Metroplex, talk about 2025 Red Oak wide receiver Taz Williams. Taz Williams has a couple of scholarship offers now, one from Penn State and one from Texas A&M. Quite a way to start your recruiting, and a lot of it comes off uh, of his really impressive performance at the Next Level Athlete Top 100 Showcase in Dallas. He didn't stop there. That was like the first camp that he came to. Uh, He had a really good sub-varsity season but didn't play up on the varsity team. Coaches, Credit to the coaches at Red Oak who were all over this one, tipped me off about him, let me know of the name prior to camp season. He came out and really really had a, a strong performance, not only in the drills, but in one-on-ones. I think that he won most of his one-on-one reps versus uh, a lot of upperclassmen with varsity experience. We don't invite a whole lot of freshmen, and he was one of the few who were able to come out, and he performed admirably. He, mm-hmm. he was able to uh, showcase his footwork in the drill work and get separation with his routes, really impressed with his hands, and he's gotten better since then because that's when he I think he kind of ignited uh, a spark within himself and he went on a torrid run throughout the rest of camp combine and seven on seven season and I think he's going to be a pretty big piece of the Red Oak offense as a matter of fact when you get Texas A&M as your first offer that's a pretty huge indication that some things are going in the right direction and Penn State immediately followed up to uh, offer him a scholarship on the same day so things are trending in a very good direction there in Red Oak for Taz Williams. Taz Williams the Red Oak wide receiver is a name to know for the class of 2025 so yes that does mean he'll be playing his sophomore season this year. Let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is Bravion Rogers, the Lagrange cornerback, um, senior, uh, soon to be senior cornerback. We have not talked about him for a while because he's been committed to Texas A&M for a while. Uh, he decommitted this week. Um, he's he's got he's the even being committed to A and M the scholarship hours didn't stop coming in. He's got a number of them now, twenty one, uh, including Alabama and LSU. This is a bona fide burner. 
uh, at, the, at there. One thing that I think is really interesting, this is a guy who in Bravion Rogers, yeah, I saw it too. Uh, he leaped over a guy just like, like, it was, like he was just like stepping yeah. over an ant. But the thing for me about about uh, Bravion Rogers is he had been pretty vocal on social media about like helping recruit A and M players to A and M. Uh, so this is, I mean, look, he's a great player. He's the number one twenty one, number twenty one prospect in the DCO Hot one hundred. I wonder if this has even bigger ramifications for a, for an A and M recruiting for the A and M recruiting class. Uh, not that they are particularly struggling right now. Yeah, they're not struggling. Uh, it was actually kind of a shock. This is one that kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think a lot of people saw this one coming that he was going to pull the trigger on a decommitment. Um, LSU, I. Th- there's a lot of smoke right now with LSU. Mm-hmm. We'll just say it like that. There's, uh, I think they've really turned the heat up in his recruitment, um, and I think that's the one school to probably keep the closest eye on. Maybe he's – and some guys feel like if they're going to be looking around at other schools, the right thing to do is decommit, and I, I think I might agree with that mm-hmm. frame of mind. You know, if why stay on a commitment list if – uh, you're going to be taking a strong look at other programs. It doesn't seem to be 100% honest. You know, you're basically trying to RSVP a spot uh, while you're courting other people. Um, so I don't blame him for making a decommitment here and to take a look at some other programs, make sure that he made a sound decision. And it seems like Texas A&M is still in the thick of this one as well. So it's not like uh, they're out of the game, sure. so to speak. So I think Texas A&M and LSU are still probably the two most likely landing spots. I will, however, preface that with saying it isn't often that a recruit decommits and then winds back up at the same team. It's mm-hmm. It it happens, mm-hmm. but it's not a common occurrence. Yeah. So I would probably say that LSU might be the favorite at this point in the race, but there's still a lot of time left in this one, and i got to think that he's going to take a strong look uh, to try to make sure that he only makes one more decision before the early signing period in December. Yeah, whoever gets Bravion Rogers will be getting a star, most certainly, the number one 21 prospect in the DCTF Hot 100. Uh, a certified five-star. Nice. Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1C. It's fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting powers. Thanks for your time, buddy. Stick around. I need you to introduce the next segment. Okay. I don't know how to do that. Okay. So that'll be helpful. I'll be here. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hey, magazines should be on shelves right now. They're on a lot of shelves. Maybe not on every shelf, but on a lot of shelves. We have a site up. We have a, a page up on TexasFootball.com where you can find stores that have confirmed to have it out. Uh, so you can. We got a map there. But if you just want to get it mailed to you and you want a year to worth exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, scan that QR code or go to TexasFootball.com/slash/subscribe. So what all cool kids are doing? What are you not cool? You're gonna cop to that? I didn't think so. Let's talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage, and every parent wants their child to be the best. But is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics and location? What about coaching style, financial aid? There's just a lot of factors that need to be considered when selecting a college program that's beside the on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes know how you feel, and they've put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. It's got checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, a ton more. It's 22 pages, chock full of everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college recruiting journey. And for a limited time, Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide to our audience for free. 
Just go to athletestoathletes.com forward slash Dave Campbell today to download the free college recruiting guide. That's athletestoathletes, athletes to athletes.com slash Dave Campbell to get the free college recruiting guide, or you can scan that QR code right there. And now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We caught up with Klein Kane, recruiting coordinator Ryan Scott, who has been coaching a lot of talent over there, and it was good to hear from one of the best in the game. He does a really good job with the recruiting lists and uh, mm-hmm. on the technological side of things so he has some talk about that kind of stuff and how uh you can put your best foot forward in the recruiting process so here's ryan scott here's ryan scott Klein kane recruiting coordinator here on Texas football today greg powers i'm out here at the thsca coaches convention and coaching school and i'm joined by one of the top recruiting coordinators in the greater houston area ryan scott at klein kane coach scott thanks for jumping on with us today yeah no problem it's, it's always fun to talk recruiting man i love to uh pick pick some of the top guys in the in the state's brains about this stuff man because everybody really does it a little bit different there is no one high school that you can point to and say this is how you should cover recruiting because it's really such a community-based thing um kind of give me some of your keys to success out there at klein kane what have you guys found to be successful uh kind of kind of a few things that we do is um when when we have a, a recruiter step on campus uh one of the things that I was big on even when I came from Waller High School and, and came to here to Klein Kane and told Coach Clancy that I really found that these guys really appreciate is, uh, you know, everything is social media driven. Right. So uh, we, ch- we try to tweet out a thank you uh, with their logo and with uh, everything that uh, just a, a small thank you. We tagged the coach that was there. Uh, we tagged the school. We tagged the head coach if there was an offer made. Um, to an athlete so that's one of the things that we do and then um, you know as far as exposure again social media driven we we do a compilation at the end of the uh, spring where we tweet out a giant thank you uh, for all the programs that have been there we tag them all Uh, again it's about exposure and you know training your kids how to do a huddle highlight properly training your uh, you know I'm not always available when a coach right. comes through. So sometimes it's uh, getting with the two coordinators and letting them know kind of that, you know, here's, here's where, where are we with the guys that you coach? Make sure that we're all saying the same thing. 
Uh, I sit down with Coach Clancy. We meet every week, once a week on Monday, and uh, he and I get on the same page. So when a guy walks in and talks to me or talks to Coach Clancy or talks to our coordinators, they're hearing the exact same thing. You mention it too a, a lot of how, how much work really goes into this. And, and sometimes I think parents and recruits and um, those outside of the game, you know, overlook how much work that you guys really have to do on your own time. you you got to have a love for this, I guess, is what I'm yeah, saying. Absolutely. What um, do you love about recruiting? Uh, I, you know, I like seeing, I like a kid coming in and giving me the goals for what he has and then me being able to take the tools that I have as a coach. I it, mean, it's the same thing as te- teaching them football, right? Um, I like a kid walks in and tells me he wants to be a college football player wide receiver, which is the position that I coach. It's fun to take the tools and the drills and stuff that I have and give him those tools for him to be better at wide receiver. It's the same thing with recruiting. Um, really enjoy teaching them how to find the right fit. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, I, we, Matthew Golden, who just signed right. at University of Houston, probably going probably gonna to be a pretty big role player Former for them. Former DCTF four-star Matt Golden. <laughs> and, and super team member, right? Yep. And uh, so um, – you know, Matthew, one of the things that I did with him, I mean, the kid walked in as a freshman, coached him for four years, and he tells me, I'm going to be – I am going to be a college football player. I'm going to play in the NFL. Okay, when a kid has goals like that, I can now put together a plan to help him get to that point. Right. Uh, so, with you know, with Matthew knowing that's what he wanted to do, I was able to sit down with Matthew and say, okay, so Matt, at one, one time – one day, football is going to be over. Right. Um, hopefully, it lasts as long as you want it to last. But it's a very real possibility that it might not. So what are you going to do when football is done? And so it's teaching those kids how to pick the school, how to pick the degree, how to have a plan in case football right. just goes away. Um, how to apply for financial aid. How to, you know, we talk about the football side a lot, but there's so much more goes into that than uh, we talked about huddle highlights. You know, how, how do coaches evaluate me? What are coaches looking for? What, what's a turn off? What gets them to stay on my film longer? What gets them to come after me? How do I interact with the coach? Do I need to respond to um, every media request, every coach that contacts me? How do I do that? How much time do I – I mean, we talk about all this stuff. Uh, and, and we meet with the kids. I meet with the kids specifically at the beginning of football season to let them know, hey, guys, take an hour at the end of the day, every day. Spend an hour just like it is homework and then put it to the side. Right. Because if you don't – and I saw this firsthand, uh, you know, we Gabriel Hall that's at Baylor that right. I coached at yeah. – we coached at Waller. Um, I had to teach Gabriel, hey, look – they're going to tweet you, text message you, all this. As, as long as you respond, they think you're awake. So if it's take, he came to me and he said, Coach, it's, it's taken away from my school. I said, okay, well, that school is going to – if it takes away from your schoolwork, it's, it's going to affect the offers. So you got to uh, find that balance. You have, yeah, it's training them to basically do what we have to do as adults, right? The work, life, school, balance. For sure. And uh, it's not always easy. Uh, and for some of these kids, it's the first time that they've been in the spotlight, right? So uh, just teaching them how to deal with that stuff. 
I want to open it up now a little bit th- so that you can plug some of your guys, right? Who, who we got <laughs> coming up? I mean, uh, I'm actually going to work it backwards. I'm going to start with 2024. I know you all got a big offensive lineman yeah. out there starting to catch some attention. Yeah, Gibson Gibson Pyle at, at playing offensive line has, has been uh, – he's – to say, you know, most people say weapons as, as skill kids, right? Right. Um, Gibson is a guy that allows us to be pretty versatile up front. And, I, you know, he's going to move around a little bit. We've moved him around in the spring. Uh, he's very athletic, got great feet. Um, he played tackle for us last year as a sophomore. Uh, he played a little bit as a freshman at the end of the season when we got into the playoffs. And then he started all year last year and was an all-district guy. Um, he is extremely high academic. Right. Um, there is no issues with Gibson qualifying. Wherever Gibson wants to go, Gibson's going to be able to go. Um, Already in that DCTF top 100, yeah, too, so pick up your magazine if you have And then, And then this a uh, couple days ago uh, was notified he's in the ESPN 300 now. Nice. So, uh, that makes he's, him a four-star then. Exactly. <laughs> he's, there you go. He's moving up. So, uh, And he's kind of toured the country. You know, uh, he's taken several unofficials. Um, Parents are great about getting him out there, getting him yeah. exposure, and letting you know. He, I, I joked with him um, at strength and condition camp on Monday of this past week about how he was a better man than I was about not fully committing to Hawaii as soon as they offered. I, <laughs> you got to take an official. You got to take an official <laughs> said, visit. That's what there, I told though, right? him. I like, said, and I told him, I said, I think the recruiting coordinator gets to go with you on your OV to Hawaii. Like, I, yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> I think you should. That's the one trip that I pitched to my people here at DCTF. Our boss, Adam Hochfelder, I always say every year that I should go out to cover the Polynesian Bowl, right? There's there you a couple go. Texas Absolutely. Kid, Texas kids in that game, and I think that we should go cover it. Uh, you know, and the, com- the complex that those guys in Hawaii are building right now is yes, yeah. it's amazing. So, um, 2023, I know you guys got some players available. Um, if you were advising a college coach who to look at when they came onto campus, give us that guy who you feel like um, – they should be paying some serious attention to. I'm a little bit biased as a receiver coach. Um, you know, okay. Jalen Smith is a kid that came to us. Uh, uh, he was he played opposite of Matthew uh, this past year. Uh, started as a junior. Uh, Jalen's a unique kid. Came to us from the Bronx and New York City. Moved to us as a freshman. Um, you know, mom and dad are retired uh, New York City police officers. So, okay. uh, you know. He, they run a tight ship with Jalen, and uh, okay. it, it makes my life a lot easier to coach him. But uh, you know, Jalen's one of those kids. Uh, he played quarterback for us his first two years. Um, his first three snaps as a sophomore, uh, he took a 67-yard quarterback counter and an 87-yard quarterback counter in the first three plays uh, against Klein Forest when he came in in the second half his sophomore year. We brought him up. Okay. Uh, but he played wide receiver last year. First time he's ever played the position, he's a first-team all-district guy. Wow. And in our district, that's not easy to do. Um, yeah, it's a very competitive district, and i got to think he's going to get his hands on more football. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, the, dude, he's the guy right now. So he's, he, we moved him over to Z where Matthew left from, and uh, you know we, we've got a couple of younger kids that are contributing Jalen's spot, but Jalen's kind of the guy, right? They could get him the ball in the perimeter on offense. And then on defense, we've got two – Really, what I would call shutdown DBs that uh, in Davin Martin. Uh, Davin's got a lot of Ivy League schools. He's got UTSA. He's got you know your, some of your uh, your smaller level Division ones, HBU. Yeah. Um, 
he's got some of those guys that have really been after him. But Davin's a high academic kid, obviously, if you've got some Ivy Leagues. And then um, uh, the, the guy opposite of him that kind of plays boundary corner, uh, Patrick Batiste. He's, okay. he's got uh, – he picked up SFA during the summer um, at their camp. And then also um, – Golly, I'm I'm drawing a blank. He's got offers. That's yeah, what we're yeah, about. they're and Division One guys. Yeah. So, um, but Patrick's the more physical of the two of them, playing in the boundary, playing a little more man right. coverage. And then Davin is, you know, Davin's six foot three and has a wingspan that's just huge. And so, if you're uh, looking for a six three corner, <laughs> if you're long legs and fast, come by Klein Kane and see this guy Ryan Scott. Yeah. Thanks for the time, Coach. And uh, you know, always enjoy talking to you. And with 110 coaches reported coming through y'all's high school during the spring yeah. it's a hot place to be so. it is it is we're popular so come through there and see him there he is the recruiting coordinator for klein kane ryan scott good good interview great guy i thought you looked very good in that interview thank you i thought you came across it's great this, i'm wearing the same shirt today that i was wearing in that interview. was that not was that not no shot today that was not shot wow. today okay anyway could have fooled me. Uh, yeah, well done. Uh, let's go over to Ashley Pickoff, America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? I want to continue the conversation real fast that we were having um, while that interview was being played. Uh, what do you mean? We were all sitting here listening intently to the interview. Um, do you like to bowl? Me? Yes. I think I think so. I haven't bowled in forever. Like, that's the issue. Like, I imagine I would have a good time, but uh-huh. I, I probably haven't bowled in at least, like, six years. Oh, okay. Man. Because so. Powers likes to bowl. I love – I just love the experience of – going to the bowl like it brings all of the things that i love underneath of one roof mm. sporting activity uh-huh beer uh-huh arcade games yep and uh you know a little competition a little competition but i like to punch the when i'm at the bowling alley i love to punch, i don't know what that's called where you oh like the uh where the punching bag is down yeah. and you try to see how many oh, points yeah. you can get i probably waste i like to go on the night where you get unlimited swipes I'll punch that thing till my arm falls off. Between the bowling and the the punch and the <laughs> wake up the next day and I sling. Yeah, I'm the just boxing like, game. Yeah. yeah, I gotta be honest. What's it kind of sounds like that? you like arcades more than bowling. No, I love the bowling. I like the bowling, but I cap See, I, like, I cap off the trip with the arcade stuff. Well, you know what? Some bowling punching. alleys. Good old punching. A lot, bowling alleys usually have pool tables too, and I love ah, to play pool. Yeah. I'm not very good at pool, but I love to play pool. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? Somebody who is pool sharking, you would say. That they're not very good at pool. Yeah, I've I stayed away from the pool. No, you can ask. Uh, actually, you know who's pretty stinking good at pool? Mallory. <laughs> you know, Mal- you know what somebody Mallory's would say. Fairly. You know what somebody who's pool sharkers would say. I'm not very good. But my friend is excellent. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what somebody. How about tw- how fall- about for twenty? I ain't falling about it. I ain't falling for it. Oh, I'm just saying we can go play. Yeah, I ain't falling <laughs> for that. It's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Powers, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, thanks to Ryan Scott, the uh, recruiting coordinator for Client Kane, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.